everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mike. I'm Charles. What's up? We are all oh, together. Yeah. Three of us <laughs> this today. Is, this is so funny and weird. I love it. <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah, we haven't done one all three together. We're talking about mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992, the original film, not the TV show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's like Halloween-y somewhat and yeah it's cool (laughs) yeah vampires and luke perry rest in peace will always be the best part of this entire movie um but yeah i'm super stoked to talk about this are you guys excited yeah totally excited i am so excited i i am wearing my sunnydale high school t-shirt oh that's right i want one (laughs) i have so many issues with the fact that like this movie and the tv show don't line up like hardly at all Mm-hmm. Like it's not even called Sunnydale, right? Exactly. Like their high school is not Sunnydale. Well, it, it's just well, Los Angeles, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's in LA. It's not like central. Yeah. Like but, central California. Yeah. But in the TV show, at least the first two episodes, um, they do reference some parts of the movie. Not kind of, you know. So it's like a little bit of throwback. Yeah, kind of. I mean, one of the behind the scenes notes that I had, which really fucking sucks, and I wish they did, was that in the TV show, they refer to the fact that she's in Sunnydale was because she burned down the school gym Mm -hmm. because she was fighting off vampires. And that didn't happen in this film. Like, it was something that Joss Whedon wanted to do that was in the script. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that sucks because... I, I think when I first watched, okay, I'll just do my first thoughts first. I first watched this film when I think it was probably during the first season of Buffy was on TV. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's a movie. I want to see the movie. I think I rented it. And then I was expecting like the gym to be burnt down like because they'd been referencing it. Like, that's why she went to the school. She got kicked out, whatever. Oh, no. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, and I was like, this is so not the like, this is so not the TV show. It's way more comedy campy. Mm-hmm than i i thought because the Mm -hmm. show is campy but it's still like really smart and like yeah yeah it's way darker yeah and more well written and stuff and also there's just yeah it's just so different i mean it's completely different i'm sure a lot of people have seen the buffy show by now oh yeah um if you're listening to this you probably have seen it so so yeah i was like super like i was like oh this is totally different but then you know i'm trying to look at it objectively and it is pretty funny (laughs) like when you think (laughs) when you think about it but yeah that's that's when i first saw it yeah super campy yeah so i just saw it like randomly and then this is luke perry's first film like first feature he was already dylan mckay so you could tell it must have been like what the first or second season of 90210 like the third no, maybe third. didn't that start in like 89 oh yeah I, right. I, I, I was like 89 or 90 i forget the exact year but i think he'd been going for a while yeah so he and also in the credits in the beginning it's like and luke perry mm-hmm. so that means he's like the draw like he's like the he's the one that they're like like i think it's like and him and and donald sutherland too because they're both like they're probably the most well-known out of everyone, out of everyone in there. yeah mm-hmm. so mike what about you when's the first time you saw this Honestly, <laughs> I think I like I said I think I saw it on a TBS. Um, again, after way after watching a bit of uh, the Buffy TV TV show, and just like you, I was like, oh yeah, there is a movie. And I I mean to compare them, it's interesting because like you said, there's the TV show is darker. It's more 
uh, Joss Whedon's baby, even though Joss Whedon mm-hmm. kind of, you know, the movie, it got a little twisted here and there. And um, I'm, I'm glad they, they made the TV show. Oh, thank God. Um, I, I forgot how short this was because you're, yeah. you're watching it. And then within a blink of an eye, you're like, oh, it's over. <laughs> it's literally, it feels like a TV movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a feature film that you would see in the theater. It feels very much like a TV movie that would be on like Fox or something. Yeah. Like back in the nineties. But I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's on, it's on TVS a lot or was. And then I think on a couple of other random stations. Um, And then of course, Halloween coming up, it's like popping up, you know? So yeah, totally. Yeah. It's keeps popping up. What about you, Charles? When did you see it? So, um, so um, I watched this movie long before I started watching the series. Oh, wow. So, nice. um, so for a long time, for me, Chrissy Swanson was Buffy. And, um, you know, and people were saying, yeah, I'm sure it's a good movie, but you should really watch the show. And I'm just like, whatever. How good can the TV show be? <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, I, I probably started watching this movie when I was like 10 or a little 11 years old oh, and wow. um you know i you know i like quoted it constantly and my parents always got mad at me just because they're just like you're such a smart ass and i'm like what? does the word duh mean anything to you i love that <laughs> line i have that one of my quotes <laughs> so funny wow so what did you think about the tv show coming from someone who'd seen the movie first because we both have mm-hmm. seen this show first um so when so i i don't i, I think i was like in in like my third or fourth year of college when I started to finally watch the show. But Whoa, like, really? Yeah. Cause, um, oh shit. Cause I was home for the summer and I had just had my wisdom teeth taken Oof. out. And um, I was like, well, I might as well start watching Buffy. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Um, and so I started watching it and it was just, I, I was like, I take it all back. The show is amazing. <laughs> I also have a similar medical recovery story and binging a vampire series. I had gallbladder surgery and I binged True Blood. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my like, okay, I need to watch a show because I'm going to be like in the bed for like a month and I need to like find oh, something yeah. that has a bunch of seasons. And I was like, oh, seven seasons. Yeah, I still okay. need. To, I still need to finish that series. I think I dropped off at the third or fourth, wherever the uh, it got all fairy like. Now, see, I would say that True Blood as a show is way more in line with this film. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's like really campy and like kind of it got it got really campy. <laughs> yeah. After like True Blood did it, I feel like it was the beginning was really strong and then it just got like whoa. Like, yeah, it just got a little too crazy. But did you guys find any behind the scenes notes? We, we were all having some trouble because this was like in the dark ages when <laughs> there wasn't social media and crazy amounts of people telling you what was happening. But did you guys um, find anything? So the um, I can find a lot. But um, the one thing I found is that the original concept for Buffy the Vampire Slayer is that Joss Whedon created a character named Ronda the, Immor- the Immortal waitress um what? Oh, yeah, I the waitress? yeah and um you know apparently um i think he kind of like loved the idea of like a character who like had supernatural powers but still had to deal with like the boring mundane day-to-day stuff that like you know n- normal people do <laughs> so, 
Um, so I, um, so I, I think that he, um, so I think that Ron to be a mortal waitress eventually turned into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And also turned into Anne when she was a waitress in season three of Buffy. Yes. <laughs> in the beginning when she was like that waitress. Oh, like yeah, that's right. Yeah, there are all these nods about like things that he wished would have happened. Yeah. If he Probably that like, yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> well, uh, I have, oh yeah, do you have any other notes? Me? No. I have the budget was seven million, which seems like kind of a lot back mm-hmm. then. Maybe right, ninety two or ninety. Like, uh, let, yeah. let me look that up. Let me look up what seven million is today, because they have that thing now. Um, let's see. And also, I have that. Obviously, like this is not uh, Joss Whedon's original interpretation. Like he obviously wanted it to be not as campy, not as like I think as funny and. I think it was being written, written so much that like apparently through the, like some part through the production, he was frustrated, walked off and never came back. <laughs> um, which is, I find really funny. And then also like we talked about like the, the gym burnt down in the original story and they didn't cover that in the movie, but in the show, that's what happened at yeah. her school. And uh, I think in this, in the movie, isn't this, she's supposed to be a senior. In the movie, she's a senior. In the TV series, she starts in the 10th grade. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, if you want to attempt to find a a connection, you'd be like, oh, well, she was held back a few years. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, okay, I just looked it up. $7 million in 92 was worth about $12.9 million today. That's a lot. Yeah, almost double. That's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. So yeah, that's a that's a big, big budget, which they clearly did not use on a decent soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> they could have gotten because, so many bands. Yeah, they could have definitely gotten some bands, but seven million dollars, but it made sixteen point six, so oh, it did yeah. well. Oh, yeah, yeah so at least it wasn't a total bomb. Um, yeah, which is super interesting. I do you have any favorite um, acting or like do you have any favorite actors in this that you're like oh they were really funny or they were really good. Besides um, Buffy. So, okay. So, um, I love the actress who plays Buffy's mom. Oh, I know. Who, um, is, <laughs> who, um, is the, who, whose name is Candy Clark. And she was in the movie American Graffiti, oh, which, came out, which came out in 1974, I think. Um, and uh, for that role, she was nominated for an Oscar. Oh shit! Yeah, it's on uh, American Graffiti is on HBO. If you if anyone has HBO, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list though. Yeah, I heard it's yeah. good. Crazy. What about you, Mike? Do you have any standouts? Um, honestly, I I was disappointed. So when, sorry, um, thought process broken. Um, <laughs> David Arquette's character, even though a small bit, I wish that they would have elaborated on him a little more. Um, because mm-hmm. he was the, if you want to get technical, I guess he was the first one turned. So no, right? it was the, the basketball one. guy. Oh, that's right. The yeah. basketball Sorry. guy. Was the second first, one turned, but yeah. he was more like he had a little more lines. He came up to Luke Perry's window. I thought it was go <laughs> someplace more, and then it was just he was just dropped. So I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> That was a weird. That was a weird scene where he like floats up to the window and he's just like, "Go home, do you go home?" And I was like, "That's it. He's not gonna like." Oh, I mean, like, do anything. Here's the thing about that is that Luke Perry was clearly looking out the window down at his feet. So 
why him not freaking out that he's floating is beyond me. <laughs> there are a lot of inconsistencies with when people realize and when they don't realize what vampires are real. I was like, wait, so people know that they're real or people don't know that they're real? Like what some people seem to not know what's going on and then other people are like, oh shit, they're a vampire. Right. Like, <laughs> what? Like, wait, so do you guys all know this is happening and it's just okay? And you just know you have to get like I mean, Luke Perry is like getting out of town like it's a fucking nuclear war. Like he's like, I'm getting out of town, packing up my Oz van and like <laughs> like not here i'm like so he knows i'm like just gonna move out well here's the thing a lot of people from california always say that you know california is like stranger than other places so maybe it's the norm over there that people yeah. like this. i don't there's also no hell mouth in this and there's either yeah exactly yeah so we don't really know why things are happening <laughs> It just seems like they're happening, which I thank God for Joss Whedon flushing out this whole story in like a um, like 120 episode plus show because there, <laughs> there are so many layers to the show that you can't get in like 84 minutes or whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, I find I my favorite, I think, is definitely Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. I do not like Christy Swanson outside of her personal feelings aside. But I just I mean, I get that they were probably going for this kind of like they wanted a dumb stuck up valley girl you know what i mean and i feel like if that's what they were going for like they they wanted that kind of the valley speak was just over the top like with all of her friends like with the four friends and her i thought it was a little bit much like the valley bit was a bit overkill there but was I, oh oh yeah go on oh no i was going i was just going to say there are some times when her and her friends were talking and i literally literally had no idea what they were saying. Like, yeah, it was literally like, okay. But maybe we were not on the West Coast in the early 90s. I know that it was kind of a trope. Like, mm-hmm. it was definitely a thing that it was like, oh, Valley Girl, and they had that movie. Um, Valley Girl with, like, is it Nicolas Cage? I think he's in that movie. Um, so I know that it was, like, a trope and a thing, but it just, I felt like that was a little over the top. But I did like... <laughs> I did like Hillary Swank. I thought she was like so bad, but so good at the same time. I, in my opinion, this was Hillary, Hillary Swank's finest performance ever. I but... know. <laughs> I was watching like this bitch won an Oscar. <laughs> like she won two Oscars, and like oh yeah, you're right. The boxing one, right? Yeah. Didn't she win one for the boxing movie? Yeah, too? yeah, and then she also won for uh, Boys Don't Don't Cry. And like for some reason, that like whenever I picture her seeing her now, I just say, "Get out of my facial." <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that has to be the title of the episode. <laughs> like just because, like it's just it's just so funny. It's just so so funny. Um, yeah, so we can get into the plot a little bit uh, to like how it starts. The start is really weird. It's like this old like Middle Ages kind of tale. And you see, like, there's a girl, like, a damsel, and then there's, like, a weird, like, vampire thing, and she's, like, kind of being awoken, but it's really Buffy's dream, which I think is really cool that they did that a little bit in the TV show. Like, she had some, like, psychic kind of dreams, but not completely, mm-hmm. which I which I think, I think it's kind of cool that they have that, like, mixed in, which is pretty neat. I think that um, I think um, I think that like this is the part where in the TV show they would have that voiceover that would say into each generation Slayer is born. I know. So I mean I think this is sort of like the bare bones kind of like you know prototype. For yeah, that. like introduction. 
Uh, it's it's so weird too that it's that it's Kiefer Sutherland, not Kiefer Sutherland, fucking Donald Sutherland. I don't know why. I think Mike said Kiefer Sutherland, uh, which is so weird. But I don't know where Mike is. I don't know if we lost him. If he can hear us, <laughs> I don't even know. Mike, <laughs> Mike, where are you? Hey, yeah, oh, now wow. you're so I was like, Mike's not talking. Did he hit the mute button? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, where is he? Did you hear it? Yeah, I totally did. Oh, okay, that. cool. That you, you, yeah, you heard where we were. I was like, yeah. little green dots out there. Where is he? Oh. Um, no, no, it's totally cool. We're not ABC News, man. We're just <laughs> fucking talking about a vampire movie. So <laughs> it's good. There, there are two. There, there's one other person here. So it's not like I'm just sitting here like, hello, <laughs> like is anyone here? Um, yeah, that's true. And also, it's weird that in the beginning you find out that all of the slayers have a birthmark. Yeah, they have like a, yeah, a little wall. Yeah, which I think is kind of kind of crazy. And I'm glad they kind of left that out of of the TV show. Yeah. And I wrote, oh, oh my gosh, high school basketball, LOL. And like the credits are like her cheering at like a high school basketball game. Now, I do love the fact that Buffy did do cheerleading in season one, but then she had that witch scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she kind of dropped it. I personally would have loved to seen more cheerleading in Buffy's high school mm-hmm. in the TV show, because it seems like in here, this was like a big deal. Like she was still cheering, you know? Wasn't Cordelia cheerleader too at some point i forget yeah, i think in that one episode oh, right that, that that one episode or she was she was she i guess she was but we just didn't see her cheer more than when she was with buffy Oh, because gotcha. yeah. like, she's not the main character so it's like well she wasn't really main until what two yeah i yeah. guess she was like on the fringe i guess like in season one mm-hmm. Which is so crazy. Um, and then I wrote, I love how it's like SoCal, <laughs> the Middle Ages. I said, okay, so they flashed to everyone going to the mall. Another super 90s moment. Everyone gathering at the mall. I said, all four of these girls are wearing denim jackets. <laughs> super weird. They're all kind of kind of dressed the same. And then I wrote, OMG, the Valley speak. It's just so insane. crazy. But here's the thing is that like a lot of 90s movies that included California Valley speak, I guess, went that extra mile, you know, that it was just, it was just extra drama. It was extra, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like over the top. Over the yeah, top. it was like yeah. super over the top. And also because it was made for like a national audience, mm-hmm. not for people in California. Because obviously people in California are like, everyone doesn't speak like that. I mean, yeah. people have kind of inflections, but they don't all speak with that very, oh my God. Oh. Like it's not... Uh, maybe they did in the early 90s it's not like know. the um californian skit from snl oh that's like kind of true <laughs> like that's what's so funny about the californians is that my mom thinks it's really funny and I remember when i was out there she would like send it to me and be like look at this and she's like haha this is so funny i was like these are actual true directions you take <laughs> like, a right at- <laughs> yeah like it's actually true like i took four different highways to get to work at one point oh and then i was to tell her, I was like, no, really, like you actually do take the 10 to the 210, <laughs> the 720 to the other 10. Like, she's like, what? I was like, no, it's actually true. And literally, when you get places either earlier or later, like the first thing people do is tell you like how they got there. <laughs> like, like when you walk into a party, it's like, oh, there was so much traffic on Coldwater Canyon. I just can't. I've got to find another street. Everyone knows that street now. It's like you <laughs> didn't even like, ask, yeah, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's literally that's how it is. It's so funny. But yeah, the Californians is like kind of true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is definitely like another valley. And I wrote, I love how jocks are assholes everywhere. Yeah. Like they they go to the movie and they're like all talking in the movie and then like Luke Perry and David Arquette are like sitting behind them. Pike and what Benny? Yeah. yeah I so. Um so I wonder if Pike was like Spike. I wonder if he got Spike from Pike. Oh. Um maybe. it's kind of similar. Probably, yeah. And they're like, Yeah, right. And they're like talking through the movie and they're like, Oh, so annoying. And then later they see them at this like I thought that was gonna be the bronze. Like the place that the girls all go to get, I guess, like a drink, not beer, right? Because they're in high school. They're in high school, yeah. Like, so I guess they're just eating food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you see like Luke or Pike and Benny are like sitting at the bar, and then their waitress is Ricky Blake. Blake. <laughs> just randomly, I don't know. Just randomly, she's like, uh, "You, you can get a hot dog with all this." He has like no hardly any money, like change. Yeah. And then that's when they first kind of interact, which is kind of funny. That one scene where he like puts the hot dog down by his like junk. I'm like, really? That was yeah. Crazy. And then she doesn't she slice it. Yeah. Like one of the girls like slices like the thing in half and he's like, You messed up my hot dog. I was like, You can eat it. Didn't <laughs> like, throw it on the floor. Yeah. Um and then the guy from Dazing Infused, uh, he's Don in Dazing Infused, but he is grueler mm-hmm. in this. He's on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that he gets turned. What does he walk through uh it's like, it's a, like an abandoned like carnival amusement park? park. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like I'm trying to go home. I was like, okay, this is so strange. Um, no. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. It's so weird that you see fucking Pee Wee Herman, AKA Herman whatever. As a vampire. What's his name? Paul, uh, Rubens. Paul Rubens. No, I mean his character name. It's like, oh, um, it's oh, Amelin. Amelin. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was like, oh God, that's so weird. And you like see him there. And then, then of course you see, but then you go home and you see Buffy's parents and they're just like, so weird. Dad, like, her dad is super gay. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. But what were they doing? They were like going out of town. Yeah. yeah. For the weekend or something. I think so. And then she has that Buffy has a boyfriend who's like the epitome of a dick. I mean, all jocks and all movies are just awful. Pretty much. Um, and they're like, he's just terrible. And also there's a lot of really like sketchy, uh, non, what do you call it? I guess it would not be acceptable in today's problematic to say the least is that like when at one point, I think when she's like Buffy and her friends are coming out of the mall and then like her boyfriend's driving and then she like hops over the convertible and she's like laying on top of the other guy who's in the past and then she's like kissing her boyfriend and then the the guy is like sitting there and he's like can i just like have her for like a while oh i know he was like so far her ass yeah i was like yeah i was like gross yeah i was like that's so gross and then of course like he just acts like a dick throughout the whole movie the boyfriend i was like i love how she's just allowed to have her boyfriend over when her parents are out of town and she's like in high school like, I don't know, maybe my parents would never let that happen, but maybe other people's would. But I was like, I just kind of weird, but they don't care. No. I mean, one of my favorite mom quotes is when she like, it's like later on in the film and she comes in and then she's like, it's really late. And her mom's like, what time, what time do you think it is? And she's like, it's 10 o'clock. She's like, oh, good. My watch was totally not working. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. She literally has like a, like a complete opposite mom than what she gets in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she gets a very like, no, she's not overprotective, like uh, Joyce. 
in the, yeah, in the TV show, but she's like around. Yeah, she's still around. You and know? she's very fashionable, sort of. I liked it. I liked her her sweater in the beginning, the mom's. Yeah, very 80s. Very. And her, her earrings and everything. Yeah. Um, I love that Hillary Swank bought that leather yellow jacket that Buffy was looking at at the mall. I call it the, Hillary I call it the April O'Neil uh, jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. I, like, forgot how much drama there was around this jacket. Oh, right? I know. <laughs> so much drama. <laughs> like, so much. And I think, doesn't she give some other girl has the jacket? Like, yeah. some other girl gets the jacket later? Yeah, and then I guess she gives Hillary Swank's jacket to the friend, and then the friend gets taken by vampires and when she wakes up in the vampire lair, she is not wearing the, the jacket. That's that, that's that chick I was telling you about. Um, the chick from urban legends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Michelle Mancini. <laughs> well, yeah. The one that gets killed in the back of the, in the beginning of all. Yeah. 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 Someone's in your backstage. <laughs> um, uh, we yeah, we reviewed Urban Legends. If you don't know, a lot of people like that. It's so weird that all of the random films that I think no one's going to care about listening to are the ones that people care about listening to, like <laughs> Urban Legend and like Disturbing Behavior. I'm like, fuck yeah, That's you awesome. guys are my people. <laughs> you guys know these movies. Thank you for paying awesome. attention and listening. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And also, I forgot to mention that uh, I'm going to make a master list of all of the films that like I want to cover, we're going to cover, and I'm going to put it somewhere because someone asked, I just mentioned this before, but someone asked, like, can we get a big list of like everything you're considering? So I'll do it on Google so I can add oh, nice. and change things. Yeah, so people can see like, what else are you going to do? And I think I told you, I don't know if I told you guys, I told Jai, but people want one film a month that is from current days, like from 2000 to 2020. So uh, we'll pick one and then I'll do, I think I'm going to announce it on the beginning of the month. And then the second Sunday of the month is when the more current episode. will Gotcha. Come out, so. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's cool. So now we'll get some current stuff in there, but a lot of people still were like, no, all nineties, <laughs> but like 60% were like, no <laughs> one from current days. So that's cool. Um, and I said, and then, okay, Pike and Benny, they have a really funny relationship. I kind of <laughs> like their banter back and forth. Um, I said, if Pee Wee was a vampire, I would be fucking freaked out. Just as freaked out as Benny when he gets pulled over that cliff thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the way he like moves. Like, like the way how he comes up out of like a trap door from like a bad stage. <laughs> right. Like he just like peeks up, like he just raises up and he's like, ah. and he makes these weird, like he has like a weird echoey sound. Like you can hear his voice before you see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of funny. And like, yeah, super so weird. I guess vampires in this version of the mythology can like fly or levitate at least. Um, and don't pop into dust. Yeah. I would never see their bodies. It, yeah, it was just like, it was weird because they would like fall down out of camera sight and you're like, where did they go? Yeah. <laughs> Are they just flying yeah. there? Like, Yeah, and also the whole like turning into another vampire versus killing is also very not descriptive because usually you have to drink the others. Right. And it just mm-hmm. seems like in this one, if you get bitten, you're a vampire. Like, there's no dying. There's no, like, you just die if we don't turn you. Yeah. Which I think is really, well, this is supposed to be pretty campy, but that's another pretty amazing, like, control aspect of vampires that they can kind of, like, really quickly decide whether or not they want to live with you forever or if they just want to kill you. <laughs> like, they kind of were like, I don't really want to hang out with you forever, so I'm just going to kill you. I or if I really. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a frat. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
go at like a hazing, like, okay, do I want to like really hang out with you or do I need a partner? And <laughs> do I want to be like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and in interview with the vampire where he's like, I'm going to say it's for a companion, but you're fucking hot as fuck. <laughs> That's why I'm going to keep you around. And like Tom Cruise, we got it. We would totally do the same thing to Brad Pitt. And and make a child in order to keep them with you. I mean, he's way ahead of time. Yeah, way ahead of its time with like, trying to save the marriage with children. The child has <laughs> to be Claire Danes. I will take no other. No, Pearson Dunn. I mean, that's what I meant. Angela Chase, I'm... like sitting in a red wig, <laughs> like thinking about her life <laughs> out of the window. Um, yeah, Pearson Dunn. She should have gotten an Oscar for that performance. She really so should have. Yeah, I think it was incredible. Um, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, why didn't TV Buffy do more cheerleading? She seems to always be cheerleading in this movie. I feel like that's like her main always. thing. And she does like gymnastics. Did the Buffy TV Buffy, I think, was ice skating, right? Yes. Wasn't that the thing that she did? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. She was, this one was, uh, she was ice skating. This one is like, she used to gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So that's how she can do stuff and then i said the lame giles appears to break the news merrick (laughs) Merrick the watcher shows up in a really creepy way it was actually pretty creepy too how both of these women got found like got discovered or like got told the news that they were the slayer uh this was weird too when she was in the mall wasn't she in the mall when the guy when yeah um, they were she was with the the friends and they were about to go into the elevator Mm -hmm. and he just like stares like all gloves and all. <laughs> and I'm just, and then, yeah, I was uh, like, they're all like, ew. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there's a strange exchange of dialogue, which took me years to figure out what they were actually saying. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so like, I guess they're on the elevator and then Merrick comes up to the door and presses the button and it opens. And then Buffy like stares at him and she's like, excuse much rude or anything and then like and then <laughs> and then like Hi- hillary swank says nice ensemble and then like a third girl says what a homeless oh yeah it's <laughs> so awful like, right these girls are so vapid and so <laughs> terrible like it's really bad oh my god and they even say that about Luke Perry. I was like, that is Dylan motherfucking McKay. I mean, you better put right. back him right now. <laughs> like, you girls are crazy. He is probably, like, the most famous young actor in the world right now. Like, because yeah. they were just massive. Like, in the early 90s, they, I think they had to, like, like run out of buildings and, like, laundry trucks. Like, because people would hound them. Oh, like, yeah. there's an interview where he was talking about that. It was just nuts. So, that, that's really funny. I bet there are fans who even, like, knew the set, where the set was. Oh, I'm it was sure. in LA. Sure. People saw him. They're like, "Oh my god, Luke Perry!" Oh, like, oh, well, it, 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 the school that they use in the TV show is like the same school that that they use in nine hundred two one zero. Oh no way! Yeah, That's interesting. Oh, cool. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, okay, so Merrick is now like in the gym. Now found her. Found her. Knows her name. He knows all this information it about her. Corners like, her. <laughs> yeah, like in a very creepy yeah. way. Like 
You need to work on your pitch, dude. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. You need to, like, what is it, workshop that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Workshop that pitch. And it's really confusing where he says, like, okay, so he was in that, he describes all those weird dreams, or, like, he's like, you've had a dream where, like, there's been this girl, and then she's been killed, and then, you know, and she's like, yeah, I had another dream where this happened and this happened, so he just knows everything Mm -hmm. about what's going on. But I find it really weird. So he says that he's essentially like not immortal, but he's like reincarnated. Yeah. Every generation to be like the trainer of Mm -hmm. these girls, but he is, he's not immortal. No. Okay. So he just takes in a different form. Now, apparently, I read in the original, which is very dark, (laughs) which I kind of would have liked to have is he apparently commits suicide, Merrick does, because he doesn't want to get killed by Lothos. And instead of, like, what ends up happening, instead of him just ending up getting, like, stabbed or whatever. But, yeah, I feel like that's so, that's such a weird, like, darker spin on it. Which is, thank God, the show is darker, so. Mm -hmm. I think, and maybe this was, I mean, something else I read, but um, I think there was, like, a loosely based comic before the movie. Oh, that that's where Joss Whedon was like getting his material from. Oh, and he was trying to recreate that. And then obviously, like, what what is the company Fox? They were just like, no, this is not going to fly with the audiences. And, you know, we're we're this this way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they probably would have gotten like a rated R rating, Mm -hmm. which I think was what? Like, it's probably PG-13, right? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Another interesting tidbit from Buffyverse is that motherfucking queen Dolly Parton is a co-owner of Sand Dollar Entertainment, and, which, which the yeah, they bought the they bought uh, the rights. Yeah. Cool. So if we're not for Dolly Parton, we would not have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV series. So, oh my god, Dolly for present. Side note, real quick: <laughs> if you guys like to see something with Dolly Parton, her documentary that came out last year is on Netflix. It's amazing. I heard it's good. It's amazing. Oh, nice. I was just telling Jai the other day that um, me and Charles wanted to go to Dollywood. I want to go <laughs> so badly. I know. We should all go. I mean, <laughs> like, when things open up, I'm down to drive. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, even, I mean, I don't know. I guess before COVID, I should say, um, she did reside there a lot. I mean, she has a house over there. So, so yeah. cool. She probably still does. Oh, yeah. It's probably safer, probably, right? Probably. Because like, no one's there. Yeah. Out. Yeah, than to be like in a major city. Um, okay, so now Benny, Benny got bitten by uh, Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. and now this is when he does that weird floaty scene where he shows up at Pike's apartment window, like <laughs> outside. But he lives over like a garage, like a car garage, yeah. like a mechanic because yeah, so. that's where he works. So, how old is Luke Perry supposed to be? I'm gonna say 22. Okay, you think twenty two? Okay, yeah. I was thinking like twenty. Well, does he go to that? He does he go to the school? He goes to that. No, he works. No, he just works. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd probably say early twenties. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what I kind of figured. It's never. Fast, um. But yeah. No, no, definitely. The whole floating scene, we were talking about it. It's really funny. I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> he's like, I'm hungry. He's like, are you high? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what are you on, man? I was like, what are you on? He's fucking floating. Right. He's on air. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he feels like he's floating. He's actually fucking floating. Like, 
<laughs> this is crazy. And then it's also weird, like the makeup job, I have to say, is just so funny and so bad. I mean, you can like, totally the tell the ears. Like, yeah, yeah. what's up with the ears? Like, oh, it's God, they did an upgrade on this show. No, it's an upgrade. They had oh, yeah. dust. They were like into dust. They had the faces that actually changed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you could see them. Like, it was, it's pretty cool. Um, and then I wrote again, her parents are just terrible people. This is when she comes home and they're like, we're going home. We're going away. Like, whatever. Do what you want. She's going to have her boyfriend over. Uh, I kind of wish he got turned like, early yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish. Um, and then, of course, this is she's already said, like, no, fuck you to Merrick. Like, I'm not doing your bullshit. He pops up in the fucking locker room. Oh, like a mega, <laughs> mega creeper. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is a naked place. <laughs> Here's the thing, too, is that like, not only the this shows also that not only the parents are bad, but like faculty in the school in general is like a miss. They're 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 nowhere. Awesome. Like, I mean, yeah, adults clearly so suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it is a public school in the early '90s, which I think means there is like no supervision at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it's Almost like when we went to high school. Yep. <laughs> like it's like babysitting for like eight hours a day, and they're like, "Okay, go. Mm-hmm. You guys, are, you guys are done." Um. Then I have okay. So I love her training sequence. That's one of my favorites. And it looks like she does a lot of stunts. Yeah. Um. And I do also like the divinal song that plays over her tr- training montage. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I was yeah. gonna say that song. I like that song. Yeah um and then okay we flash to like pike's gonna leave town he goes to his boss at the garage place and he's like fucking weird shit's going on man i'm getting the hell out of here i was like okay so he accepts that his friend's a vampire and he's not like sufficiently weirded out like i mean he is but it just seems like i wouldn't believe this i would just be like what vampires what are you talking about this is crazy I wrote Oz Van. Yeah. <laughs> Oz's Van. And apparently Seth Green is in this film yeah, and you see him. Yeah. He's a, he's a yeah, vampire but... at the prom. Or, I mean, dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't see him. I couldn't spot him. I, I read that and I was like, oh, shit. But I think you just see the back of him, right? Hmm. Like, I don't think you really see his face or anything. It's very, um, it's very like, second. Like, you see it, his face for a second. But he's unrecognizable. Uh, yeah. How crazy. Um, and then I love how you see Merrick's house. How did he get this house? Where is this house? <laughs> right. This it, is amazing. It looks, it looks like a looks like a dance studio. Mm-hmm. It totally does. Like I don't know what, what that space is. Like flash dance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <Definitely. laughs> That's totally what it seems like. Almost like how Angel co-opted that amazing mansion in like season two. Oh, oh it, uh, hotel. Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 in Buffy. Oh, oh after, you're right. You're right. After, right. After, no, before he's not dead yet. Okay. It's season two because he has that weird apartment mm-hmm. when they sleep together. It was like underground. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool too. But then he like co opted that house, that mansion, like on the hill. And I was like, I love that no one lives in here. It's pretty cool. This is kind of like what this one seemed like too. Like he just co opted this house. It's like amazing house. And um, I so I wrote, yeah, it's so weird that Pike knows about vampires. So he's like running around and he's like trying to get away. And then he, it's really funny in the featurette on YouTube when they talk about the movie a little bit, Luke Perry's like, yeah, I play like the damsel in distress. Yeah, like, <laughs> so we like 
shifted around a little bit where like these vampires are all chasing me and running after me. And like, that's when Buffy comes out and she like kicks ass. And then she, she gets the arm of Pee Wee and she like ruins his jacket. And he's like all freaked out about his jacket. Oh no. Well he's okay. So Pee Wee Herman is on like the roof of the van and mm-hmm. he, like punches his arm through the roof to like grab Luke Perry and Luke and he like drives right into a branch. Oh, that's right. Okay. So and then um and then like uh and then like Luke Perry crashes the van and like um Pee Wee Herman and, and his minions are just like, My jacket is ruined and he's like <laughs> he turns to like the other vampires and he's like, Yeah, kill him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kill him a lot. <laughs> that's that's right, I forgot. Um that's so funny. And then I wrote, whoa, he's 1,200 years old. Because we find out that he's working for, like, the head bitch, Lothos, mm-hmm. who's yeah. from the Hitcher. Um, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, so no one knows that people are vampires, but, like, I don't... It, it's very I know something strange is going on. Yeah, like, it's weird, like, whether or not people know what's really going on. That's, like, the strangest part of the whole thing. Um, so then that's when you see they go to like a basketball game but he's like no I've got to I've got to cheer I can't do this I've got to cheer like I they're gonna say that I'm like being crazy I'm like you are saving the planet now you have no time for cheerleading like just quit it but she doesn't and that's when we see that little cameo from Ben Affleck yeah that's right Batfleck which is <laughs> so weird Batfleck or whatever he's always um, gonna be, I'm he, always gonna say that I don't know <laughs> That new Batman looks fucking garbage. I have to say, I'm not excited. I, mean, I know you're gonna be excited about it, Mike. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the trailer, Charles? I'm. I'm. What? Have you seen the trailer for the new Batman? I have. Pat- I, I. I have not. Um. But um. I, my initial reaction is like, oh god, An- another one. <laughs> have a, a ten year. Is it been a ten year gap? No. Maybe it has. Right. Maybe. Not since. Maybe. Oh, you mean between now and Christian Bale's? Well, that's been a 10-year gap. That's been... I don't know. Yeah, what was it? Oh, was it 10 when the last was one was? Oh, wait, was, was the Joker one. I think it must have been 10, oh, 2010, God. when Rises came out. Okay. I guess it has been 10 years. But can we get a little bit more space? Can we get, like, 15 years in between another Batman? I know. Like, I, I, you know, it's, it's that big game of Hollywood has no imagination, so it's... They're like, let's regurgitate these certain characters. The same thing. Like, I mean, I mean, here's a thought. They don't really trend. They don't really like, um, like turn a lot of like, you know, like, um, like plays or you know, like Broadway stuff in, into films anymore. No, you know, they could do that again. But you know, like, yeah, they could. You know. They could do books. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I think they still do books quite a lot, but just yeah. the reboots come on or other comics. Yeah, there's so much material out there that people refuse to use. They probably just think that no one's going to know it, so no one's going to go see it. Like, that's probably there. They're like, let's do Batman. Everyone knows his story. Everyone's comfortable with seeing it, but, you know, it's like. And I know certain companies own certain things, like Disney, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mega Disney. They own, well, pretty much everything at this point. But they own, like, the Marvel stuff, they own the Star Wars stuff. So I get it. Some companies can only use certain things, but even even in Disney itself, like there's the material there already that has been written for years. Use it, and then they come up with crap like Age of Apocalypse. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It was X Men. It was pure crap. Well, in my, oh, in my opinion, okay. Justin loves it, but which one was that? That was like the, the one with um, he, that it was like the blue oh, dude, and he was like, oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. one." Yeah, it was pure crap. Oh yeah, but, yeah, that's right. In my opinion, that wasn't bad though. Phoenix was dope in that. Better than the the actual Phoenix movie. Yeah, though. yeah, I heard that. Oh, oh, you haven't seen it. No, I, I heard it was shit. I was like, well, so I don't bad. care. Because I Phoenix, I'm not like a giant. I mean, I'm I'm a comic book like fan. I'm not like an a uh, rabid fan, but I, I like I like the characters and I know a lot of them from playing them on uh Marvel versus Capcom. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> games. So, like Phoenix is like one of the dopest characters on that, yeah, on that game. Totally. So I started looking at Phoenix she- and I was like, wow, she has such a great story. I think that film would be so great. And then when she was in Apocalypse, I was like, oh, that's cool. I could get into this. And then I heard the movie was just like so not yeah, it was, what it they was, could have done. It was dumb. And they already like fucked it up twice. So it's like, I don't think. Yeah, they when did. they had that other X-Men with Famke Jensen, right? Wasn't she? Uh, Last Stand, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, in any case, Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> coming out, get excited or don't. <laughs> um, and then I wrote... Uh, the the dazed and confused guy gets subbed in to play basketball, even though he's like blatantly a vampire. So like no one knows this. And how did he get to the game in the middle of the day? Yeah, right. I, well, I think it's at night. Oh, is it at night? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Um, that would make sense. But I was like, isn't this game like? It seems like it'd be kind of like too much in here. Um, I wrote they chase him all around. They chase him all around that that fucking uh the the court right mm-hmm. does it yeah. like he's acting all weird and buffy like gets in there and then she and then she's like and everyone's like oh my god what's going how on how come nobody is girl like in the court. lives like <laughs> yeah i know right i was like this is nuts and that's when she she's chasing him on like a she sees him and he's like running out in the street and then she goes by that like motorcycle bar and she like grabs one of the guys motorcycles and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then one of the guys like, oh, yeah, uh, he said something to her that was like really fucked. I forgot oh, what it was. Do you want it was like, do you want to know what it's like to have some real power between your legs or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. What is up with this? What is up with this like rampant misogyny? Like, just... Yeah. And then she, she like punches him in the face and he falls down to the ground and like she takes his motorcycle and as she's riding away, he calls out like, you're a dyke. You're what? a dyke. Oh, I yeah. totally forgot that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, yeah, that's looked again. Flippings here and there, I guess. Yeah, right. It was like nineteen ninety two. Wow. <laughs> um, and then yeah, she's chasing him on the motorcycle, and then she goes, she gets to that like weird float storage place where they store all oh, the floats yeah, and pass- parade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the bowls, like the big parades and stuff, which I think is so dope, and it'd be so awesome to do a photo. Oh, shoot definitely. Super cool, and that's when she. I love when she doesn't know she doesn't get off the bike. She just gets off it and just lets it like hit. <laughs> like it's really funny. I'm like, oh my god, I love she knows how to ride it, but she can't break it and like just stop and just even flip it over. She just lets it run into the thing and pops <laughs> off and runs around. Um, and then she finally meets Lothos, and I love that he's just like, not- <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And he's like, ta- like looking at her, and he's like, you're not ready yet. I'm like, not ready. And then Pee Wee is out there too. And I was like, this is so weird. He's like, you're not ready yet. You're just not ready for me to like kill you yet. But then he kills Merrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that fucking knife. And it looked like he died for quite a while. Like I, I was like, 
Uh, I do um, love as he's dying and like Buffy is like comforting him, how he turns to her and he says, everything you do is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But you should keep doing it. (laughs) And then recite Shakespeare. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right? He has no Giles. And now I think I'm at the age now where I find Giles somewhat attractive. Hey, he he (laughs) kind of is attractive. I mean, he's not unattractive. And he's thin. Especially I mean, when he converts back to his teenage self and, like, has that oh, weird affair ripper. with Buffy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, has the cigarette packs and his earring. Like, he, like, flips up his shirt and has a cigarette pack in his sleeve. Right. I was like, ooh. And, like, the whole grungy, like, flannel shirt around the waist and, like, mm-hmm. blue jeans. Like, it was pretty cool. I liked that, that Giles. Definitely. But, um... Yeah, so then we get to, like, another one of my favorite iconic scenes is when Buffy's like, goes into the gym and all of her friends are sitting there making, uh, I think, decorations for, like, the Hug the World dance, mm-hmm. which is so weird because also in my so-called life, a few years later, they had a dance called the World Happiness Dance. Oh. I don't remember if there was some kind of, like, big push for like peace i mean their peace signs were kind of big in the 90s i remember i had like peace sign earrings and like peace sign shirts they had like peace frogs remember that frog that did the peace sign oh yeah yeah like they had like peace was like a thing like not a thing but like an icon so i wonder if it was more of this like world happiness like hug the world it was more of a like remember that heal the world song came out yeah yes. probably around that time so like i think that was kind of like a it must have been a vibe because i was like that's weird that there's two dances and two different shows that are like somewhat you now like two years apart, but they all have the same kind of like peace and love and like heal the world kind of thing, mm. which I thought was really funny. <laughs> oh, I love that. She's turned, she's like her friends have turned on her. They're like, Buffy, Oh my God, you are not doing anything anymore. You're just running around and like, we don't know where you are. Oh, you're dating an older guy. Right. It's that <laughs> dude. It's that homeless looking guy. And then she's like, no, it's not him. He died. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's that other guy. It's that weird looking guy. I was like, you mean Dylan motherfucking McKay? What the fuck are you on? They're (laughs) awful friends. (laughs) And I love how she's all of a sudden just turned into like a better person. Yeah. Like, Yeah. like, so I'm better than you and I have a calling now. So like, I just can't be bothered with this bullshit. Yeah. She's literally just like, well, whatever. Who cares? And that's when I think Hillary Swank says that like iconic line. (laughs) Which is going to be the title of the episode. It really should. So, it's either that one, or I think I wrote another line down that that may be uh, one, but... Oh, I kind of like Take a Chill Lozenge. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was, that was kind of cool, too. And also, I like she's such a blemish. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was pretty good, too. That? I totally forgot. In the oh. movie theater, I think. Oh, the um, blemish one? No, the chill lozenge was in the movie theater. Yeah, um, and then I think when they're at the cafe, um, like, um, there's that scene where, I don't know her name, but she's the girl who's not Hilary Swank and not the other one, but the other girl. Anyway, Black girl? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um, her friends that have no title name. I know, right? Yes, I know that, like, Hilary Swank's name is Kimberly, and then I don't know about anyway. the curly-haired one. There's that blonde, curly-haired, the girl that gets with the guy at the end. Oh, yeah, the girl the that rosy ass yeah. cheeks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, but I, I, I guess they're like all on the dance committee, and they're like playing the dance, and like the black girl's like, "Buff, I don't see why we have to invite every single scene." Oh, I know, right? 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then and, and then Buffy's like because it's the, the senior, senior dance. dance. <laughs> and then and 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 then um and then she says. Yeah, but why do we have to invite Nadia? She's such a blemish. Oh, oh that's yeah, so okay. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, and then Buffy is like, oh, God, okay, I guess I gotta go to this dance and, like, buy something. So she's, like, walking at night on a street where no stores are probably open with the guise of shopping for a dress. And that's when Luke Perry, like, rolls up on his motorcycle. I just wrote, oof. Luke Perry on a motorcycle, RIP. <laughs> like, and he's just like, hey, come on. I want to fight vampires. I want to. It reminds me very much of Spike's speech yeah, when he yeah, found yeah. out he was vampires when he had that chip in his mm-hmm. head. Yeah. <laughs> come on, everybody. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking kill this evil. And she's like, I don't know. You know, like, I just want to buy this dance. I just want to buy this dress. I really don't want to have to deal with this. And he like speeds away. And I was like, oh, God. He's so hot. What the hell? That's just not fair. And I wrote, Hug the world dance. <laughs> now we're at the hug the world dance, which is so weird that this whole movie is so short. Yeah. Cause I was watching it and I was like, wow, we're at the dance and there's like 15 minutes left. Like, <laughs> yeah. how is this going to pan out? Like, how is this totally going to pan out? And then she finds out that her boyfriend essentially breaks up with her on the machine but, and then just brings her friend to the dance. And I was like, wow, her friends are awful. Yeah. And then I love when he like finishes talking to her and she's like, this is crazy. And he's like, Hey, you like, let's go, whatever her name was. And she's like, okay. And she just like leaves and goes with them. I was like, wow, you have no friends at all. Like it's really a fucking shame. And then Pike shows up at the dance looking like Dylan McKay, like literally. Like, I love his leather jacket. Yeah, I wrote love the leather jacket. This this uh, scene reminds me of Angel when he goes to Buffy's senior prom. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. right. I was like, oh, this is another uh, Buffy moment, and then uh, or another like TV Buffy moment. And, and then I love when the seniors try to bust in, and they're like, they can't come in. They're not invited. I was like, they go to the school, and this isn't a private home, right? I thought this rule only applies to like private homes, not like you can't be invited in anywhere. Yeah. But it seemed like that's it seemed like that's what was going on. Um, I wrote uh, Pike. I love when Pike gives her the leather jacket, and that's exactly the the outfit oh, that Buffy has on the in the TV end show, of season yeah. one. I love it. Yeah, in the, the white dress. I also love she has like white combat boots with her dress too. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, she does. Cool. Yeah, she doesn't have like heels on. It's really cool. And I love when he like the dress rips when he like gives her the dress and she gives her like the bag of all the shit. And then he like grabs her and then the bottom of the dress rips off mm-hmm. and then it's like really short. Then it's like knee length. And I think that's really cool. Um, and then that's when she goes down into that, like what, like boiler room kind of thing. It was a base. Yeah, that guy. And then, yeah. Basement. Yeah. And that's when you see like Lothos is there like playing his weird violin. And that whole scene was so rain, like random, but so funny. Yeah. Especially when she kills, uh, peewee yeah <laughs> and i love in the credit scene where you see like more of him like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then he like keeps doing it like keeps dying and she's like oh god like whatever and um then oh, another really funny but like off awful joke was like it's like i can do everything we're immortal we can do whatever we want and she's like clap <laughs> right <laughs> oh that's awful that's like so bad um and then yeah he ends up dying and then (laughs) i said i one of another really horrible problematic scene is when the fucking principal pushes hillary swank's head like into the wall (laughs) 
like she's like screaming like running around and she's not even like turned or anything and he literally just pushes her head into the wall and she just kind of blacks out and just like <laughs> down the floor i was the, like holy shit the expression on her face as she's like collapsing is like hilarious to me it's so like, funny <laughs> like her eyes are like rolled up and she's yeah. like Ugh. She like falls down. Um, the the epic end of the battle scene is pretty cool. Like the whole uh, the whole vibe. One of my favorite scenes, I guess I can tell you now. One of them is when there's kind of an overview shot of the gym, and you see like some people dying on the floor, some vampires biting people, and then some people just dancing. Yeah, kind of like that part. And then I, I also love the end where they like ride off together. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is really fucking cool. It was, I, I like that. that part. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, so music. Let's talk about music real quick because fashion will be a bit longer. Music. I I said this is not where the budget went. No, not at all. <laughs> it's, totally it's not very memorable. No. I mean, um, there there are about three or four songs on this soundtrack that I do like. Okay, um, which one? So I like that. So, um, I like that song by Suzanne Hoffs. It plays at the end. We close our eyes. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um. And then um, I um, I don't um, I, I like the Toad the Wet Sprocket song, and then I also like that song by Matthew Sweet called Silent City, I think. Oh yeah. And then I also love the Divinal song too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I don't remember that like stuck out to me that much. What about you, Mike? Yeah, all I said was um, REM, Everybody Hurts. I love that song. Oh, yeah. um, C plus C Music Factory, which is that like, keep on. Uh, keep it coming. Um, oh, yeah. like in the beginning. Um, and then yeah, I said Ozzy Osbourne and Toad the Wet Sprocket. But yeah, yeah, those are pretty cool. I mean, just just like you said, the budget did not go to music. Um, yeah, a couple of I songs mean, here and there, but, huh? I'm trying to think 92 like were film soundtracks. I feel like film soundtracks became a thing in like the mid 90s, more like 94, 95. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like that was really used. Like we just did singles, the film singles, oh, yeah. and that soundtrack was like way better than the movie because it was all like grunge artists. Mm-hmm. It was all like the band that was big then. So they and they released that soundtrack three weeks before the movie came out because they or like three months or something crazy. Like they knew that like all the Smashing Pumpkins, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, like Cornell, all that like everyone was gonna buy that soundtrack and probably go see the movie. But this one, it just seemed like. A very like an indie film, yeah, I guess you could say. It wasn't like massive, you know, like I heard about it, but it wasn't like, you know, Batman. Right. Like it wasn't like that. It wasn't a massive film, but yeah, well, let's let's get into the fashion. What do you guys have for fashion notes? Um, so um I like the scene that Buffy is wearing in I think it's like the first scene in the mall. That's it's it's like that red polka dot dress. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. The, um yeah. Um and then um, we've talked about the yellow leather jacket, which which is apparently in, in an entire movie in itself. Yeah. It is, um, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I, and then um, I also just love her prom dress at the end, and then prom dress two when she's wearing Pike's jacket. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I just said a lot of slick back uh, greasy hair was used for the guys. Um, that was yeah. that was the thing back then. Um, I did that as well. Um, <laughs> um, there was a lot of use of oversized sweaters for girls and the leotards with the um, short clothing for the uh, cheerleading squad was oh, yeah. very popular. Not even if you were cheerleading, if you were just like walking around the mall. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, because it was like like, 80s, that, early 90s, so, you know. That's true. I have, like, so much more descriptive. Um, I love Buffy's outfit in the locker room where it's, like, a green polka dot shirt mm. and it's like tied up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like she has a shirt underneath and it's like tied at the waist i like that i love when she's leaning over in the convertible when that guy makes that horrible comment mm. you see her shoes and she has these really thick white socks that like all these girls used to wear with their doc martens they're like yellow low doc martens uh, mm-hmm. That's the out- those are the shoes she has on with that red polka dot dress and the jean jacket okay. but i think it's really cool another classic slayer outfit which buffy does wear several tv buffy wears several times in the in the uh, TV show. It's the beanie, the gray zip up sweatshirt with a black shirt underneath, and uh, the blue jeans. Oh, right. She wears that like several uh-huh. times. She usually wears it when she's like out to do something. Like she wore it once with Faith, mm. like when she's out like, just to change and go home and slay. Like mm. if she knows she's going to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, she's worn it, I think, again. She wore a similar outfit when she got kicked out of her house. Mm. She has like overalls on in that one, but she always has like, sometimes she has a beanie and stuff like that. Um, And then I also like the plaid shirt that she, that Buffy has on on the street when Luke Perry like comes up beside her on the motorcycle and it's like a plaid shirt. Those like longer jean shorts and she has like white boots. Um, And then I also love Pike's leather jacket, the motorcycle patchwork and like the flannel that he wears. I think that's really cool. Also another motorcycle jacket is David Arquette. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he always wears it, which is really cool. Um, cool. All right, so favorite scenes and lines. Charles, what about you? You go first. Okay. Um, so um, there's a very early scene when, like, um, he, she and her boyfriend are at her house and her parents are just leaving. And there's, like, a quick sound bite on the TV. And mm-hmm. you get this quick sn- snippet of the news anchor saying, Blank, blank, blank. The apparent cause of death was a severe neck wound oh, yeah. that resembled, in the words of one bystander, a really gross hickey. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I love that one. And then, um, okay. And then um, I um, and then I also love during the um, scene credits at, at the end um, <laughs> when how, um, <laughs> how like um, okay. So the guy who like you know slapped. Buffy's ass, and like she totally like kicked the sh- shit out of him. Um, That's one of my favorite scenes. Um, but I love this line when he's like talking about the vampires, and he's just like, they had this look in their eyes, totally cold animal. I think they were young Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, oh, that's, cool. uh, that's funny. That's all you have? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Mike, what about you? Um, I just have a couple different lines. Like, does the word dumb mean anything to you? And then uh, when Buffy says Merrick, <laughs> when Buffy says to Merrick, like in the beginning, let me get this straight, Kay. You want me to go to the graveyard with you because I'm the chosen one and there are vampires? Does Elvis talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then toward the end um, where Pike says to Buffy, you hear the world is under attack by legions of the undead, and you're going to a mixer. <laughs> oh yeah, mixer. I wrote. Is that a '90s thing? Mixers. <laughs> I wrote that. I mean, it definitely mixer? is. Totally. Mixer. Yeah, right. People don't call it. Mixer is more like a business gathering. You, it you totally know. does. Though. It's like a place for like singles in like a church basement. Yeah. Like, no. Before like internet dating, it was like let's go to a singles <laughs> mixer because like yeah, like that's where you would go to. I meet mean, people. I mean, like. 
it's like a singles mixer in like Nebraska. Like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, like it seems like they use the word mixer in like the Midwest a lot. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know if you still use the word mixer. <laughs> we don't. Um, let's see. My, my favorite scenes and lines are, I've said most of them, take a chill lozenge. I love yeah. it. Uh, such a blemish. Um, let's see, you get out of my facial, the young Republicans line and my favorite, which also was a contender, but it's not going to be anymore for the title. It was great. My secret weapon is PMS. That was so weird about how like the Slayer gets cramps. Yeah, like, I know. Like she gets cramps when she's in oh, and then he, he even, didn't even Merrick mention it. He was like, let me guess cramps or something yeah i'm like how do you know this was, a man. this was written by a motherfucking man let me tell like, you <laughs> like, yeah. and then she's like i'm not actually due for a few more weeks but thank you <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i mean i'm glad that didn't transfer over to the tv show can i just just see this hilarious you know like mm. you know like you know like comedy of errors where xander somehow you know contracts the like you know the, the vampire cramps and i don't know, I know. but like <laughs> Like yeah. Faith, it's just like she comes in and she's like cramps. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like no, like it just so wouldn't. It's it doesn't. I forgot what movie it is where someone says something and they're like cramps and they're like no, I forgot what it was, but it's something like really mm-hmm. funny. Um, my favorite scenes are Buffy's training montage. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Uh, when she flips that that jock in the hall. Mm-hmm. And, like the friend is just like, "Wow, you're feeling really unneeded, aren't you?" I'm like, Whoa. "Get out of here!" <laughs> Something. You're like, "Let's go." I was like, "This sucks." And then also that funny scene at the dance when you see some people running in terror and other ones dancing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just pretty funny. Um, and my most '90s moments, I have just basically all the slang, yeah, which carries into like. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there's so many. Um, and I also it's weird that when Buffy's boyfriend is at her house, he's eating a bag of Doritos light. Yeah. Did you ever remember Doritos oh, light? Oh, I saw the Doritos, but I don't remember the light part. Yeah, it's their Doritos light, I which I don't, I'm gonna Google right I don't now. Remember that I don't remember that. Does I Charles, do you remember that? Um, I don't, but I've been watching a lot of supermarket sweep lately, oh. and like Doritos light has been kind of you know coming up a lot so. oh yeah. Yeah, um, isn't but, that, yeah isn't that a series on hulu or something um Amazon? yeah there's like there's like a series of episodes on netflix mm. and then i think like um i think there's like 40 or 50 episodes on amazon prime uh, oh, yeah out, i think on monday yes yeah, yes. yeah this is gonna be super cool this is so funny um and then i just had mixers that was my 90s moments yeah. what about yours me? Yeah. Does anyone have any? Oh, I just I I said the exact same thing with you, basically about the slang. Um, oh yeah. And I don't know if this is a nineties moment or just like an interesting thought to me. I love the the house, um, especially in the in Buffy's kitchen. They had the little yeah. they had the round awnings, and that was very like nineties yeah. for people to have in their kitchens. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It was random, but. Do you have any, Charles? Um, no, I just had the dur- dur- Dorito bag, too. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. Dorito is delight. Sounds so interesting and gross at the same time. That's when they had all that light stuff. You know, they had, like, Pepsi Philly Free. light and... Yeah, Chris... Well, Philly Free. Yeah, Philly Free. It was, like, cream cheese, but it was, like, not light cream cheese. It was free. Like, free of fat. It was awesome. <laughs> 
awful. It's probably just as awful as like vegan cream cheese. I'm sorry, vegan, Ew, but I can't. I can't. I can't get down with vegan cheese. I would just rather not eat it. I have. Cause I have my healthy like moments, but something is just gross about that. <laughs> something is. I think I, it's if you don't tell me that it's vegan, uh, and maybe I'll be okay. But if I kind of hear that it is, it's probably some psychological. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, uh, totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah, totally makes sense. But yeah, do you have any final thoughts on it? What are your final final thoughts on this whole shebang? So I thought this movie is is funny, but it's a total mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally I mean, is. like, I mean, it. But I mean, at the same time, it's. Hilarious, and you know, like there are like so many lines that just you know, like I don't know, I, I've just been quoting for my entire life. But you really can like tell the foundation for like what we like accept, like what Buffy became is is there. You know, like you know, like you know, like you know, you have like prototype Cordelia, you know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like um, it's it's all there. It just needed some fine tuning. <laughs> so. Yeah. I miss the fact that in this film that there was no Scooby gang. Yeah. But that would have been something that, because yeah, it, really it, obviously you could, uh, because she would have to have told them, like, obviously you have more time in a series to like really develop. Like she tells them, then they become more and more involved, but they couldn't do that in like an hour and a half. Cause she just had to fight, you know, like that was basically it. She said to like stay alive. Yeah. As a what about you, Mike? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, final thought. Um, I'm even though Joss Whedon is and was a dick, I'm glad he got his way for the TV series. Um, just, I know because, like you said, like they have the Scooby Gang, they have more of a thought out plan. Um, I I wish that there was actually like an original cut so I could I could compare and contrast. You know, um, yeah, like the movie that he was, yeah. Um, I just found this out too, was that um, there was a talk of a either continuation or reboot back in 2012. And a script was written by some guy, I can't remember, but um, it had no mention of Joss Whedon's involvement. So fans of the Buffyverse were just like, fuck this, this is awful. Even some of the cast of Buffy and Angel were just like, that's the dumbest idea ever. Who could do this without Joss Whedon? Very like Nev Campbell, a la who would do Scream without um, Wes Craven? You know? Yeah. Um, although even with Scream Five coming out, they did get Nev Campbell. Um, but it's like the people that did um, Ready or Not, which is a horror movie, um, which was oh. amazing, by the way. If you Ready or Yeah, not? it's called Ready or Not. Is that the movie about the family that hunts the bride? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's so oh. good. So good. Is that new? Oh, 2019. Yeah. Um, it's so oh. bloody, so gory, and just on HBO. phenomenal, huh? It's on HBO. Oh, is it? Oh, sweet. Oh, Ryan Murphy wrote the screenplay. Fuck yeah. Oh, I didn't even... Oh, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm gonna watch so the... hopefully Scream 5 is just... What? Adam Brody. Ad... He's, in... He's in it? That's what it says. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember that. And ready or not, yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully Scream Five is going to be like phenomenal. Anyway, but um, with Buffy, yeah, um, the, it's it's still in limbo because Joss Whedon back, well, also and recently, uh, 2018, he's like, well, I'm thinking about it. 
I say no. I'm I'm gonna vote a no on this. I really like how the Buffy series ended, which I, we won't say in case you haven't seen it and maybe you want to watch it. But I really do like how it ended. I don't really True. think they need to do anything else. Angel had a pretty unsatisfying ending, and I think even they all feel that way because didn't that get canceled? Yeah, like yeah. they were supposed to have long, yeah, longer one more season, season yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that one I feel like I would have been happy if they did like uh almost like what they're doing uh oh Wii U alert they're doing another Dexter oh I saw uh, that yesterday so yeah so like I don't know what the fuck because that was one of the worst endings it I've really ever was. seen on a show talk about a downward spiral that show after season like three or four it was like who cares it was a little this touch and go it was too much yeah and the end was just not great so I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with that. But I feel like they should have done that with Angel, maybe, like, within the first five years. They should have done, like, a maybe 10-episode thing, but they didn't have Netflix and all that shit they have now. Mm-hmm. They would have had to have gotten it, like, approved by a TV show or a station, which they're probably like, yeah. no, we're not doing that. But it'd be cool if they did. But see, now they're all older. Like, it's fine if they have Buffy and friends because they're all human anyway. But, like, they can't mm-hmm. have any of the vampires in there because they're matter. all significantly older yeah i mean kind of missed their their although with prosthetics i mean you can kind of do certain things yeah yeah they could be in vampire face all the time yeah they They could could, do i mean they did like cgi robert de De niro's face for the irishman oh that's right um yeah they could but for an early 90s movie i mean i give this maybe like a three out of five Oh, yeah, okay, out of five. Yeah, what are you? Yeah, three out of five. Okay, good. I'm a four. <laughs> I love this movie. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. going to go like, I'm going to go about a three, too. Okay. I'm going to go about like a three out of five. Yeah. And my final thought is it's really fun. Don't go into it expecting anything crazy, but I feel like this film is super fun and it's probably going to make you want to watch the TV show. Yeah. Which you I mean, you can't good. compare. You can compare, but you can't at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. You can't think it's like a long story. So. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a different story. Same kind of character. I mean, just basically Buffy is the only one that's the mm-hmm. same character that's in the, the show. I also do like that in the show, uh, it's very serious and dark, but it is really funny and like very well written, oh, yeah. too, and like mm-hmm. smart and funny. And then they also do have some campy episodes, like that musical one. Oh, I love yeah. it. Like, they do- have like humorous bits where it's not all dark and serious the whole time and then they have some really great standalones like Hush. Like they have a lot of really great episodes. I also really love um, the episode. I think it's in season seven. It's called like Conversations with Dead People. I love oh, that. that's a good one. Episode. Yeah. It's a great, yeah, it's a great like, standalone where they're all having the different conversations. It's really, it's such a great show. Can't talk about it enough. If we end up becoming some massive podcast, we'll <laughs> do a Buffy do a whole Buffy thing but there are so many out there um, different uh, podcasts that do Buffy episode like breakdowns because it's just so great but I would love to do it if we had time and I don't know maybe in the future you never know (laughs) yeah Yeah. well this has been so much fun I forgot to say like and subscribe I started a new Instagram it's at fashion grunge pod DM and do all that fun stuff if you have any ideas or suggestions I'm going to make a big list so people can see things we're considering uncovering and what we already have done. Uh, so that should help a lot of more people out, which will be really fun. But yeah, this was so fun guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was amazing. This was super cool. I can't wait to do another one together. Um, I don't know. I really want to do cruel intentions. 
Um, so maybe we could do cruel. Yeah, let's do cruel. I, have, I like that. I haven't seen okay, it. I have it up in the air. Yeah, I have it up in the air with like some people. So I'll see. Like I think I asked Jules if she wanted to do it. I don't know if she's ever seen it, but yeah, if if uh, if that works out, we should do all that together. And then I'm also going to be doing some more Halloween themed episodes. So look out for those. I guess I can tell you that. Uh, let's see, we are doing uh, Halloween H2O, me and Mike are, that, that's going to drop on Halloween, and then me and Charles are going to do Final Destination. Woo-hoo! The original First one. Yeah. yeah, the original the one. The only one yeah. that matters. And then I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, the only one that matters. Oh, well, there's one, there's like like four, I think isn't bad. The one where they're on the, in the Is car the wash, there's like a car wash one. Is that, that the roller coaster? Yes, I think that's the one with the roller okay. coaster too. I don't know oh, if it's okay. 3D. I thought it was a drive-in theater like a long time ago, but um, that one's pretty good too. But the first one's definitely the best one, like hands down. It's got Jack from Dawson's Creek in it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Cool. Um, it's got yeah. Jack. It's got Stifler. Yes, yeah, uh, I totally forgot Stifler was in that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, dude. I don't know if American Pie would be one that anyone would be even interested. In. I don't know if it's on I mean, brand. <laughs> I would. But... So, I would totally do it. I mean, I like the second one. I'm more partial to the second American Pie. I think that one was better than the first. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it is really it's. I never saw the third one. I heard that was kind of like. Uh, I mean, the third one's awful, but I th- um, I did I did like American Reunion, which I think came out in like 2015 or something. Oh, yeah, see that. Um, but like that has like been the entire original cast. Tara Reid too. Yeah, I, I think oh, so. Nice. Um, yeah, it's got Tara Reid and like Natasha Lyonne and. You know, I love her. Fine. So yeah. Oh, I love Natasha Leon. I need to watch that show that she did. What's the one? It's on Netflix. Russian, Doll. Russian Doll. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We heard it's really good. Yeah, I we started it, and it's it's pretty good. I I want to start it from the beginning though. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's really good. I'm I'm still watching Billions, and then I'm gonna shift over into House of Cards. And then uh yeah, and then I think there's there's a new show on Showtime, The Good Lord Bird. That looks really cool. Um, the Ethan Hawks in. So yeah, I'm going to check that out. But yeah, this has been super fun. And uh, I guess we'll see you on the next one. See you on the Bye. next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.